on today's episode of the 2x e-commerce podcast show, I'm going to be talking to the founder of a one person e-commerce business that has surpassed the $1 million revenue milestone with neither any full-time employees nor inventory. She's a dropshipper. Do stay tuned. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show, where we interview founders of fast-growing seven- and eight-figure e-commerce businesses and e-commerce experts. They'll tell their stories, share how they 2X their businesses, and inspire you to take action in your own online retail business today. And now, here he is, the man in the mix, Kunle Campbell. This episode is brought to you by Remarkety. Remarkety is an email marketing platform specifically built for e-commerce businesses. With Remarkety, emails are automatically triggered by shopper behavior and purchase history. With a few simple clicks, Remarkety allows you to recover abandoned carts, win back inactive customers, make product recommendations, deliver newsletters, and a whole lot more. In other words, emails you will send through Remarkety will be highly targeted with glaring improvements on your open rates, click rates, and most importantly, conversions. You're also able to track revenue generated from every single email sent by Remarkety. Try Remarkety absolutely free for 30 days, no credit cards, and no contracts. To sweeten the deal, 2x e-commerce listeners can get Remarkety for 30% off an entire year using the coupon code PODCAST30. That is coupon code podcast three zero visit remarkety.com to learn more remarkety is email marketing for e-commerce simplified on today's show i have with me katie de kiko she's the founder and ceo of celebration saunas i brought katie to share her remarkable e-commerce journey she started in a little less than a year and a half ago She is a rare-to-find solo e-commerce entrepreneur. Yes, um, she's a sole employee of her e-commerce business that surpassed a million dollars in sales. She instead hires contractors, maintains zero inventory as a dropshipper, and runs a location-independent e-commerce business. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Katie to the show. Welcome to the show, Katie. Hi, Kunlay. How are you doing? Um, I'm well, how are you? I'm very, very well. It's a pleasure to have you on, um, Katie. Could you take a minute or two to tell our listeners um, a, a bit about yourself, please? Um, well, in addition to being a bit small business owner, I am also a mom of twins and a Girl Scout leader. Wow. Um, so I, I'm starting to get very involved in the community, um, you know, with the business and, and with Girl Scouts, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I started my business um a year and a half ago, after I had started another company, um, who's a competitor now, um, in 2010. And in 2012, I decided I really wanted to do it my way. <laughs> you know, okay. sometimes the best way to get it done is um, to do it yourself. So um, in 2012, I took some time off. And in um, 2013, I started writing the content for my website. Mm-hmm. And I went live with the website in February of 2014. Well, that's interesting. That's really, really interesting. From your LinkedIn profile, I see you've had a background in the sauna industry. 
Um, yes. you, you've had three, two, maybe three roles in, in, in the sauna industry. Could you kind of describe your, your transition from, from, um, from that background, from, from, um, from your, from you working for sauna companies to actually running one? Well, the, I was, I was very lucky actually. Um, one, I found the infrared sauna product by accident. I worked for an independent business owner here in, in Denver and he uh, wasn't always, I guess, on the ethical side. And so I decided to leave because, you know, there's only so much anyone can put up with, I suppose. Mm. Um, but in that, you know, at that company, um, I was operations manager um, and the owner was never there. And so I stuck my hands in everything from the accounting to the marketing, to the sales, to the customer service. I did it all. I got into freight carriers, um, and logistics pretty heavily. Um, I found like $120,000 in overcharges, um, from the freight carriers themselves. So just kind of being assertive and not being afraid to just find everything out that I could and then manage it efficiently because I'm kind of compulsive in that respect. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, once I'd seen enough that I couldn't stay, um, I left and um, I went back into um, nursing for a little bit because it was around the 2009 um, economic crash. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I went back to, um, nursing. It's a job that I did when I was in college and, um, uh, which is really a basis for how I run my company. This just has my, my particular product just has so many health benefits, mm -hmm. um, that, you know, being in the care industry, it, it was amazing for me to see the results on, on people who would normally kind of get up, give up. Um, and then to have the studies and, and the, the medical studies behind that. So I think that's part of my success, that I'm not just out there selling a product. Mm. I'm out there um, really trying to help people. And, and as a result, you know, I try to make my, my products affordable and available. I go the extra mile for my customers and try to help them get it covered by insurance mm. if they have a chronic medical condition. It's quite interesting because um – um, due to an inefficiency, you were pretty much schooled as the operation manager to, on how to run your business. And you didn't really make that turn, the turning point from being an operational manager. You, you went into, 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 into nursing. And I did. You eventually, you know, made this transition. Could you, could you explain your transition from when was a day, when, when was a time changing, you know, the game changing moment when you decided to switch from nursing to actually running or going back to the sonar industry? Well, it wasn't, um, you know, as a mom of twins, sometimes, you know, you kind of struggle a bit. And so you do whatever you can to kind of support your family. Mm -hmm. And so um, actually the sales guy that I had worked with at the, company where I was operations manager was like, I found a sauna dropshipper. We have to do this. And so he mm -hmm. and I flew to California and met with the owner there. Um, and there we started Rocky Mountain Saunas. Um, at that point, I hadn't, I didn't know anything about AdWords. I didn't know anything about website development. I was pretty savvy with software. Mm -hmm. Both my parents are computer programmers. Okay. So again, you know, he wrote the sales pitch and I did all, I learned all of the technical stuff. Um, 
and ran pretty much, I, I was able to do everything. I negotiated the tariffs for the freight carriers. I determined the packaging and the shipping for a warehouse there. Um, but once I left that company, there were certain things that I was unwilling to do. I didn't want to run a warehouse. I didn't. It's not easy, you know. Mm, especially the size of saunas. Yeah, and I didn't want to deal with freight carriers and mm. having to double check all of their billing. And I didn't, you know, there's just a lot of things I didn't, I didn't want to create bill of ladings every morning. Um, I knew enough about the product, the health benefits, how to really help people with this. And so I decided that um, that's what I needed to focus on. And so um, I work with a drop shipper out of California. Um, they carry um, 3000 saunas in inventory at any one time. I think my best inventory at Rocky mountain saunas was 400 saunas at any one time okay. um and that was just a capital limitation that this company has already worked out so they they import more than ten thousand saunas a year and i'm happy to say that um we we produce a tenth of that <laughs> now wow. Wow. So, so who are your competitors who, who do you compete against in in the market so online that is um the main competitors i would say would be um sunlight and clear light and Costco. Okay. Costco. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. And Costco sells my products, which is why they are a competitor. Um, uh, and, but they only sell certain products. They don't sell, they don't sell all of the products. And are, the, are the products um, kind of like white labeled for, for your brand or um, is it a known manufacturer? You, or, or do you stock known manufacturers of Sony's? I only I am the wholesaler for Golden Designs. Golden Designs, uh, okay. And uh, I carry every sauna that they produce. Um, okay. Together, we have an agreement um, that we offer a full lifetime warranty to our customers, where we pay wow. for parts and shipping. You started your company with just four hundred dollars in cash and seven hundred seven thousand five hundred dollars in credit card debt. How daunting was was this at the time? It was terrifying. Mm. Um, gosh, I haven't thought about that in a while. But the first $400 I used to um, build the website, and it was so ugly. It was horrible. And um, through a friend who who's very much into this industry, he said, go to Elance and see if you can't find somebody. And one of the things that I loved about Elance was that they test everybody. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I only worked with people who taught, who tested in the top 1%. Mm. Found a company out of Ireland called Red Fly Marketing who said, okay, I'm going to take on your AdWords account and I'll do it for what you can afford, which was $500 on credit card, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, and then after he was like, you know, I can set up your ad campaign, but I can't do anything about the ugly website you have. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, okay, we'll fix it. What is it? What will it take to fix it? And so I tracked him down after the job was done. Like I kept calling him and calling him and saying, okay, now what do we do? <laughs> he goes, okay, I guess I need to be your contractor. Right. And so together what we've done is we've created a um, commission based marketing plan so he does as well as the company does okay. um, um and so we have worked together and bailed each other out at different times um my first advertising campaign was for uh 
oh gosh, I want to say it was like $50 a day. It was not very much, maybe $500 a week. Um, the day we went live with that, I actually got um, a sale, a sales call, and then the first, and then the sale two days later. Because um, okay. he told me there was no way you're going to get a customer with that website. So I called him back and I said, I got a customer. And I was like, will you work with me? <laughs> and he was like, okay. So that, that kind of... Um, that got us um, started. We worked out the commission plan and um, I committed to a certain amount every week. Um, and I think it started at around $200 a week and we go up to like $400 a week and hopefully we'll get up higher than that as, um, as our, you know, mm-hmm. margin increases over time and we hit the first page. So how much are you spending on, 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 on AdWords at the moment? Um, in the summer months, when it's very slow, we, we spend about $7,500 a month. Okay. And in the winter months, we can spend anywhere from fifteen. Our goal is to spend 20000 a month okay. uh, this year. That makes sense, um, especially during winter. Okay, okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. And um, from a revenue standpoint, where, where are you? I, I alluded to the fact that um, you're, you're a $1 million plus company um, at the start of the show. Um, so, so where are you now with regards to revenue? And what, what does um, 2015 and 2016 look like? Our hope is to double what we did last year. Awesome. So th- that's, I was at Rocky Mountain Sauna as I went um, I did $2 million. I got the $2 million in sales in the first two years. So I'm on track to do that again. Um, The difference between then and now is that I'm working on, I'm on the fourth page. I'm working towards the first page. And actually I'm on page two to page four. Um, From what I understand, we're kind of in the Google sandbox right now. Organically, you mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which changes everything. Um, Mm -hmm. It it lends credibility to your company. They're not just seeing you... um, in, in the advertisements, but they're seeing that Google really approves of you as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what terms are you looking to, to capitalize on, on, on Google, on organic Google? Infrared sauna. Infrared. Okay. All right. Okay. Why the approach of zero employees? What is, um, mm-hmm. The nice thing about having no employees is I don't have to have an office. I work from home. So I get to be awesome. here for my kids before school, after school and for extracurricular activities. Um, and at Rocky Mountain Saunas, I ran it with um, one other person, and I didn't need that other person. I'm just a very efficient person, and I, I find that really what brought me to this decision was like, okay, I need help, mm-hmm. but do I really need to pay a full-time employee? And what do I get for a full-time employee, you know, for what I can afford? Um I get somebody who I have to train in customer service or, you know, and I'm not going to get all of my needs fulfilled. I'm not going to get graphic design. I'm not going to get website hosting or design or marketing. Um, So, you know, I can't have an accounting firm. I can't have a legal department. I can't. um, I personally realize and recognize that I cannot know everything and that there are people out there who are better than me in all aspects. And so I sought them out. Uh, and have listened to my experts and um, pay them for their services. Um, I'm not afraid to pay if I'm getting the quality. Absolutely, absolutely. So what does your team of contractors actually look look like, these professionals that you surround yourself with? What's nice about contractors is they're all business owners, and so they are going to provide you your best work or their best work. Um, so I have uh, a graphics designer. I have a call service or a dedicated office where 
um, they have the ability, and I'm in the process of training them to do customer service calls, look up tracking information, Mm -hmm. um, make calls on my behalf or follow-up calls, um, take sales questions. Um, All of this has been kind of written down and um, provided to them. And then we're in the process of training them. And and it's a really good team out of Texas. And it's just really nice to be able to have real people Mm -hmm. on the phone who represent your company and are all trained in sales and customer service in the in a way that I wouldn't be able to do because Absolutely. the owner is the expert. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. How, how big is this team that, that supports your, your, your business? Um, it is a team of six and I pay 80 cents a minute. Um, so my highest bill from them has been a $900. Okay. okay. Um, fair enough. My lowest bill is $85. It just depends on how often I'm able to get to the phone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, and um, what are your core principles? Um, or what core principles do you fall back on when you recruit um, contractors? How, how do you have you had um, have you had lessons? Have you sort of made mistakes in your hiring um, process? And what kind of mistakes did you make? And how did they formulate your principles to to hiring better from a contracting standpoint? I think Redfly. Um my marketing company out of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, once I saw what the best cost and what it took to acquire them, that's, I just all, that's all that I saw sought out. I I'd never seen anything like him before. Wow. So not to say that I haven't made mistakes. I went with a local company here in Denver for my accounting and that was awful terrible experience you know i think it's important that you check out people's licenses and <laughs> references um and, and so now you know i i try to really network with small other small business owners um and, and people within my team do you know somebody who's mm. great for you mm. uh, because all of us are looking to work with great people mm. we've sought each other out you know, through the law of attraction, found one another. Mm. Referral referrals are really important. That, that's quite interesting. Okay, um, so how do you sort of manage your team? Since you have quite a diverse, um, well, your contractors have quite a diverse skill set. How, how do you kind of do? Do you do you have like a workspace or um, like a I don't know project um, space where you you manage communications with them, or do you, do you just use basic email with them? I use that's available okay. with Redfly. We have like a teamwork thing that I'm supposed to go on, and I do go on and I do what I'm supposed to do there. Um, but uh, mostly I do email. So I need a new graphic for fall or for the upcoming holiday with these price reductions. Um, I send it over to Joyce and she goes, okay, I'll have something. And she sends it back and I either say, yeah, that's too much light. I can't read the letters or I don't like this color or, or I love it. In most cases, I love it. Um, but any subtle changes, she's like, no problem. She changes it, sends it back. We throw it up on the website. We're good to go. We have like a little system. She knows the measurements and the, for the, all of the different image ads that we produce. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So how, how do you spend most of, of your time um, since you have, well, the, the best qualified experts around you um, working on various aspects of the business remotely who own their businesses? Where do you spend most of your time? 
Um, really, I'm spending a lot of my time um, writing articles. I'm building a personal blog. All of this stuff is to just enhance my presence on Google mm-hmm. and organic search engines. Um, so I'm really focusing a lot of time on writing content. Um, and then I answer the phone. I believe that my customers have the right to speak with the expert. I am the expert. That's my duty to them is to be personally accountable to them. Um, but at the same time, I am training a you know, a group of people to be able to take on my role. Um, my feeling is that the business is my legacy. And if it has to be, if it's, if it's going to continue, it, it has to be able to continue without me. And so, you know, it has to be self-sustaining. Yeah. With teams. Yes. Yes, indeed. With good people, with the best people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Managing every, every part of the business really. Okay. Okay. Um, what about automation? How important a role um, has? Uh, I would presume you, you you fall back on automation. And, Heck um, yeah! How, how do you use automation to to sort of um, manage the business? Um, scale yourself. My feeling is that 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 just comes down to efficiency and the fact that both my parents were programmers when mm-hmm. growing up. Um, so I have real understanding for the philosophy about around how technology is supposed to work. And my feeling is that anything that is on paper should be automated. Mm-hmm. Anything you have to write more than once should be automated. Um, everything should be able to be downloaded into CSV files. And I only work with companies that can do that. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be in real time, whether that's looking at my accountant's desktop to pull up my own files. Great. <laughs> um, I, all of my emails to my customers, for the most part, are automated, um, particularly after the sale. So, the, of course, a receipt email goes out. Um, then after that, we use MailChimp to give them shipping details and mm-hmm. tips on what to expect when they get there when they get their sauna and an assembly manual for reference and um, electrical requirements so that they're, they're completely prepared and there are no surprises when they get their sauna. Um, the next thing that we send out is like tips for sauna use. And um, I think the last thing that we send out, I think there might be another email, but I can't remember what it is. It's been a while since I've written. Them. <laughs> um um, and but then we also ask for um, a recommendation or uh, a review email. Um, and if I've spoken to them on the phone, which I really try to speak to every single customer, welcome them to the family um, at celebration saunas, and um, yeah, so all of that goes out automated. And then once a month, um, I send uh, a spreadsheet to uh, a friend of mine who is a musician and he sends out all my thank you cards. And in the fall, he sends out his CD with it. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the idea is to free up my time to just do writing, to just only focus on one thing, because, you know, when I was at Rocky Mountain Saunas, one of the things that I had learned was when I was focusing on trying to learn HTML or, (laughs) um, you know, where things should go on the website and how to guide people through the checkout process. And then how do I, uh, how do I create landing pages for my AdWords campaigns? And how do I make my AdWords campaigns more effective? And then I'd immediately have to answer the phone and get on a sales call. And it was like a, a, 
you know, you can't speak. Yeah, I, call <laughs> it's like, so... I call it the octopus effect. <laughs> Just yeah, it's like, uh, so, yeah, yeah, you have no, you have no idea where to start, where yeah. to go. There's so much information floating around in your brain. Mm. And so really my focus is always on the content of what the health benefits are. That's really where I'm focused is just talking about it mm. um, through writing, talking to you today, um, and then speaking directly to customers and really looking for solutions, not just selling a product, but solutions. Okay. People are coming to me because they need this. And so we're looking at ways to make it the most effective for them. Okay. Speaking of solutions and you know how people come to you, could you describe a typical customer journey um, from phone call or um, from, from website um, order through to actually getting their order and what kind of relationships you, you keep with your customers um, after the purchase? So I guess the, um, the first thing is a call. Oftentimes, I guess if I start with a person who says, I'm supposed to get one of these infrared saunas, my doctor said, or my path or my holistic person said, naturopath mm-hmm. said, um, to go ahead and get one of these saunas, but I don't know anything about it. So one of the things that I talk about is what is the difference between a steam sauna or a hot rock sauna that most people are accustomed to? Because mm-hmm. oftentimes people are like, oh, it's so hot. I can only stay in there for 10 minutes. So I tell them, I talk to them about the difference between convection heat and radiant heat, which is what we use in a far infrared sauna. I also talk about the differences in health benefits. The most important one, the biggest one is that in a traditional um, sauna, only 3% of your sweat is toxins being released from the body. You can only stay in there for a few minutes be- before your throat and your eyes can start to burn. Mm. Um, whereas in an infrared sauna, it's it's kind of like going into a hot car on um, when you've been in a very air-conditioned building. Okay. And that sensation of, oh, that feels so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what we're doing in, in an infrared sauna is we're manufacturing body heat. The human body emits far infrared light at exactly 9.4 microns. And our infrared saunas are emitting far infrared light between 7 and 14 microns. And 87% of the time, it's at 9.4 microns exactly. That match, matches the resonant frequency of the human body. And your body has no resistance to it, takes it on readily. And once it's taken on enough, it passes on through harmlessly. Your body gets up to a low-grade fever, which kills parasites and viruses and cancer cells with heat shock protein of 70 or less. It also gives you a passive cardiovascular workout. It uh, burns up to 700 calories in a 30-minute session. I mean, there's amazing, amazing health benefits. And in in contrast to the 3% of toxins being released from your body in a a convection sauna, Mm -hmm. a far infrared sauna, 20% of all of your sweat released is toxins being released from the body, um, which has a huge impact on the body itself because, you know, we're holding on to toxins because our vital organs are like, get that away from me. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. It makes a a lot of sense. So you you can actually leverage your your workouts with with, with that. Okay, so with 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 um with the sauna, so so the three types of saunas you you said um because I, I was only aware of the steam and um the is it the core the stone um the the stone so the, the infrared is what yeah. you you really specialize in or do you specialize in all three types? No, I only specialize in far infrared. Okay, um and and really from a medical 
perspective. I'm really there for the health benefits and mm-hmm. hot rock and, and steam just don't offer that. The other problem with steam is that um, when you release, you know, water molecules into the air, you're also releasing any toxins that are in the water. Mm. Hailing that. So you're mm-hmm. not getting the same detoxification benefits and Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And your typical customers are, are they um are they individuals or um businesses or a mix of, of both? Um they're a mix of both. I have okay. both businesses and individuals. I would say you know, most of my customer base are, are relatively educated and um, have a, a at least an average household income of about 100000 a year. Okay, okay, okay. And business is, is obviously seasonal um, over, over winter and winter months. Okay, do, yes. you, do you recall, actually, you, you just mentioned how you, how you got your, your first customer. It was through, through AdWords and then you, you, you rang up um, David from Redfly to see uh, you've got your first sale. Um, when yeah. do, you, do you recall when you hit the hundred customer mark and, and was there any celebration around it? No, we're too busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we probably reached the hundred customer mark by through the summer okay. of our first year. Um, I, I think when we celebrate is when, um, the credit card bills start to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm able to keep up with all the payments and go, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, we're, we're making something now. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's usually a lot of fun. And then we go, oh, well, should we increase AdWords and see if we can't recruit some more sales? <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, we're very focused on growth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so other than AdWords, are, are there any other active marketing channels um, that um, are, you know, adding directly to the bottom line? No. Right. Okay. 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 Referrals. I get a lot of referrals. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, I also have um, another website related to celebration saunas. It's called Site Sensible. And it's basically a dealership program um, for customers who have a retail space. Um, Our philosophy is that in most cases, these business owners are going to be the first person to introduce this technology to their communities. Mm -hmm. And we really feel that they should benefit from that introduction. And, and I say we, I mean me, but (laughs) you you have to, you you always have to, (laughs) to, to, it's, yeah, it's, it's a company you're building. So yeah, definitely. Okay. Right. Yeah. I I, I like that. And there is we behind I mean. I mean, it's it's referral marketing. It's it's really good. It's and it's 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 referral marketing on its head. You spawn it in its head a bit because it the the you, I, I guess I reckon you put the the physical sonas in their store in their retail space so people can experience, touch, feel, ask questions about it, and then they'll probably hand them over a flyer or tell them to search for you on on Google. No, I the mean case, they have the opportunity to produ- uh, to promote these products on their website. We have more than gotcha. thirty products they can okay. promote any one of them or or none of them. Kind of, um, we do offer brochures and um, flyers for their location, um, and we support them. And a lot of business owners are like, "Well, how do I charge people for this?" And in most cases around the country, um, it's about a dollar a minute. Unless you're in a highly okay. populated area. Okay. 
um, you know, we kind of support them in, in costing this stuff and, and mastermind with them mm-hmm. um, in the same way that I mastermind with my professionals. I have no problem kind of passing on that knowledge um, that I learn online or um, that I get from my my professionals and guiding these these clients to be successful in their endeavor, which mm-hmm. only benefits me. <laughs> the company. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it benefits me too. I learn about them. They learn about me. They learn more about saunas. We get more customers. You know, there's, I learn about new products because I'm working with a lot of naturopaths and and physicians. Mm. Um, So I get ideas on new products that we can sell, you know, when we, as we The first hand feedback um, is is really important for for the business because I was going to go into word of mouth, um, how word of mouth is, you know, significantly, whether it's significantly played into or improved um, the growth of the business. Have you seen any direct impact on word of mouth um, from happy customers? Yes, I have them buying them for their friends or another business or... um, putting one in their house and also at their facilities where they live. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess 10% of all new business is probably referral business. And we, I get a lot of remarks about the reviews on our website and they are very natural. They're very organic. Um, in that we're asking our customers, um, for these reviews. And I spend as much time with my customers as I spend with you. I, I make sure that they understand the information, how it's going to affect them, what, why, why this is healthy for them and whether or not my sauna is the right choice for them. Mm. Um, you know, there's measurement restrictions. I'm not interested in trying to sell somebody a six person sauna that they neither can afford or have the room for. It doesn't help anybody. (laughs) You know, um, so we really look at, okay, well, how much space do you have to dedicate to your sauna? And have you thought of this? And if this is a new build, where are you going to put the plug? And, you know, it may be more convenient to put it up near the roof where the power cord, you know, starts. And, um, you know, just little things, things that other people wouldn't necessarily know if they're just a salesperson. Gotcha. Gotcha. And attention to detail, really, and empathy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what about average order value? Well, what's typical? What, what typical average order value? Um, I would say about two thousand dollars is the 2, average. Okay, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Right. Um, is is are there is there any other thing you want to to talk about with regards to is there, with regards to to customer service and customer acquisition? Do you have any tips? Any overarching tips to people listening that um, are potentially you know looking to improve customer acquisition what have you had any what's been the highest impact i'll rephrase the the question highest impact sort of um, activity or highest impact action you've taken has resulted to 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 tremendous um, results or return on investment i would say you know aside from adwords i would say the most important thing that i do is answer the phone Mm. and i take the time and i to listen to my customers determine what they're where they are in their education, in their research, um, and just kind of take them through the entire process. Mm. Um, that hands-on, and and long after the sale too, my goal is to leave them with a lasting impression mm. um, that they had, they knew every step of the way. I mean, it's not like Amazon where you order something on Amazon and they well, actually, I did model after them to some degree mm-hmm. um, because they do give you follow-up emails, but it's not the same as 
when your freight carrier comes, it'll be equipped with the lift gate. And this is how you check your product for damage. And, you know, just there's a, I, I provide every possible scenario to protect my customer and their investment. I mean, that, that level of care is required with the, with, with what they're buying, um, because it's very health related, um, from, yes. a, from an intent standpoint. And the, the, the average order value is $2,000, you know, so that care needs to be, you know, in place. My question has to do with, um, now that you, you, you said, um, you're going to sort of hand, you're, you're working on a transition to to handing this over the customer service and uh, the knowledge of the business to to this team how are you going to effectively you know ensure the same care and quality um will be passed on to to the team you're going to um, you're, you're, who's going to that that going to take over well one of the things that i have is i get an hourly report every hour as to what calls come in I also get a voice recording of every single phone call and I listen to those and I call and I email back to, to the representative um, that answered the phone. And I'll say things like, you're not smiling today. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear your smile, (laughs) you know, or this customer asked this question and you weren't able to answer it. And so this is the answer to that question. But I also follow up with the customers and say, um, I missed your call earlier. I know you spoke with one of our representatives and I was just calling back to make sure um, all of your questions were answered. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, um, feedback and follow through. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, right. Let's go into the evergreen section. This is the final section of, of the show. And um, I I have um, some standard questions I ask over uh, at this point. What's your number one hiring tip for people listening to the show? So you hire contractors. How do you hire top performing contractors to move the business forward? Well, what's, what's your one tip? Um, I guess go with your gut. You know, deep down, if somebody is not the right fit. Um, the second thing is verify, you know, their qualifications. Um, you know, look at their LinkedIn pro- profile. If you're doing an online business like mine, it's important that they have their own footprint, their own following. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the test that Elance, which I think just recently changed its name, um, the fact that they test their applicants and on there, you know, ex- go for the best, pay the best. It's totally worth it to pay the best. It's $7,500 in credit to take $500 and just give that away. That's advertising budget. That's like, oh my God, you know, and to be able to get a sale the very next day and to start that or within a couple of days of that and, and start that cash flow where you're like, okay, I can buy the sauna and in two days I'll have the money to pay it back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it's going to pay for advertising next week, you know, like. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, and I guess that the margins are good enough to, you know, to, to push the, the, the business forward. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, cool. Um, what about your three indispensable tools for managing celebration saunas? Be efficient. Look for ways that you can do things better. Um, address common questions for your customers and write them down and put them on your website. Make sure that your website guides the customer through the sales process also. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it gives them one-click um, access to everything they could have asked on the product page so that they're still visualizing 
my sauna in their home while they're looking at the health benefit. Okay, so what are the three tools you use, your, your three favorite tools you use for managing your business, Celebration Saunas? My three favorite chores is definitely speaking with customers, mm-hmm. emailing customers, yeah. um, congratulating customers on their new sauna, because it is a big purchase. Mm. And um, writing. I like the writing. I like the writing to promote my business. Um, I like the writing. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. All right. Now, um, what about your, your, your best mistake to, to date? Uh, and by that, I mean um, a setback that's given you the biggest feedback for growth. Um, around this time last year, I ran out of credit. <laughs> <laughs> And that was pretty terrifying, but I was doing so well. And it wasn't really my fault. Um, I ran out of credit because, you know, merchant processors in this country, if if you get anything over $5,000, they will put a hold on your account. And mm-hmm. so I had bank putting a hold on $20,000 for five days. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> And um, it wasn't that I didn't have it. I mean, I obviously, I, I guess I didn't have it because, <laughs> but there was cash flow there. There was money there that was just being held up by the bank. And so um, one of the things that I did was um, I, I contacted every business owner that I know, knew and go, what should I do? How do I get a loan? What am I going to do? And um, they said, well, why don't you just call your supplier and ask for terms? Because nobody wants to give a new business a loan. They're mm-hmm. like, you haven't been in business for more than a six months (laughs) like no um so they said well why don't you ask your supplier for terms and I was so afraid to do that because I'm so self-sufficient and I really take care of myself Mm -hmm. because it makes it easier for them to work with me and so I did I went to my supplier and I said is there any way I can get terms you know my bank is killing me like is there and he was like no problem and they gave me um, basically $50,000 credit um, that I had 15-day terms on. And, um, huh, what a relief. Now I'm succeeding. <laughs> Fantastic. You, you never know till you ask. You never know till you ask. It's, uh, and, I, you, know, so you know, one of the things that you kind of have to get over being a person who's so efficient and, and you know, wants to be self-sufficient, take care of themselves, is that it is okay to ask for help and to tell mm-hmm. your suppliers, you know, what you need in order for to be successful selling their product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. Okay. Um, that's a good one. What one piece of advice um, can you give solopreneurs planning to build a $1 million plus e-commerce business? Know your product. Um, inside out, forwards and backwards, be able to say your pitch from the middle and go through the end and start at the beginning again. Um, and then write it down and document your journey. It's not enough to just make your business huge. You have to be the face of your company. Mm. Um, and you have to get out there. You have to mastermind with other business owners. You have to work. You have to answer the question that you haven't thought of before um, in order to help other people. For example, in how we met with the uh, help a reporter out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
that's the, that's the main thing is not only are you branding your business, you're branding yourself. And so it's important not only for you to have business, you know, accounts um, through social media, you also have to have personal accounts. So one of the, my tasks this year that I get to learn how to do is um, create a personal blog. Um, and I'm actually in the competition for uh, for that at my blog, you. Um, and they, they give you kind of all the support to teach you how to do that. And, um, if I become as good as a writer as you are, good night. Then I would be able to, um, you know, I'll, I'll get picked up by larger companies like the Huffington Post. And, and mm. all of that information gets linked back um, to Celebration Sonic. Um, so, yeah, that's the best way to get the word out there is, is to help each other. You know, don't be afraid that somebody's going to steal your idea. You'll spend more time being afraid and trying to fix that than just getting out there and being innovative and being you. There's only one you. I like talking to people and collaborating with people who are like-minded and who are not like-minded. It it helps formulate um, new ideas. It helps um, problem solve, um, accomplishing new, new objectives. Um, so, and, and solving other people's problems sometimes in their business or coming up solutions for them in their business helps them in ways that you don't realize. And then you figure something out about yourself and you're Mm -hmm. able to apply that in your own business. Um, you're quite active in local networking or online, online network and, and yes, local networking. networking. Um, but uh, I would say in terms of probably the most influential thing that started me on the path of entrepreneurship was I took um, a jobs creation course from a professor Prodden at Stony Brook University. Mm-hmm. And um, he was an amazing, amazing teacher. And I did not do well in his class at all. But what I took away from it is that the two industries that are never affected by economics is healthcare and food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because people <laughs> always stick. And so I was like, that's it. I'm going into healthcare. And, and that's, that was kind of, I don't know, that was really kind of set me on my journey. Um, that and other jobs. Any, I was a rock the boat. Let's find a better way of doing this. Um, I've automated myself out of a multitude of jobs. Um, always looking for a better way of doing things has really, has really brought me to this stage where I can run a, a business all by myself, that I don't need other people. And the people that I need, I can afford to hire the best for just the small amount of time that I need them. And I don't have an employee that I have to pay workers' compensation insurance or unemployment insurance or social security taxes or um, I don't have to have an office space. I don't have to pay for (laughs) utilities at an office space. I mean, and I get Fortune 500, which is what I ask for when I I go for contractors. If they're going to bid on my company, I ask for Fortune 500 experience. Okay, 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 okay. Sounds sounds really 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 good. Um, so what happens when um, so so you, you only surround yourself with Fortune five hundred experts, consultants who who've actually worked at in Fortune five hundred companies? Yeah. Okay. Right. We have that experience. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Finally, how can um our listeners or the audience who want to reach out to you get in touch with you? Uh, Katie at CelebrationSaunas.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, Celebration Saunas is on Facebook and Twitter. Um, 
you can Google celebrations on us. <laughs> I, I'm primarily the person who answers the phone. I, I really try hard to do that. And mm-hmm. um, if somebody else answers the phone, simply ask for Katie and um, they'll put you through. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, Katie, because um, really solopreneurship has really been sort of adopted and accepted in the consulting world and um, maybe the online training. But, you know, hardly do you find 1 million plus businesses, 1 million plus businesses that are e-commerce into retail, online retail, you know, being, being solopreneurs. So, so well done on, on your journey so far. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck. Well, thank you very much. It has been my pleasure to meet you. And I, I look forward to um, visiting your website and, and taking a look more at your at your content. So fantastic. Thank you, Katie. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. To help you get more actionable insights and e-commerce growth hacks that will help you 2X your online retail business, hop over to 2xecommerce.com. It's a blog dedicated to e-commerce and multi-channel marketing run by the show's host, Kunle Campbell. 2xecommerce.com is packed full of articles and guides to help increase traffic to your store, increase repeat purchases, and average order value. Thanks for listening. Visit 2xecommerce.com.